Can you explain more about your role with the Centre for Farm Worker Families? Um, so you're president of the board of directors, is that correct? That is correct. Uh, can yeah, what 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 are the main initiatives of the centre, and and what has your role been up to the present? Which is quite a big question, obviously. But <laughs> well, uh, we work with specifically in California. Our main focus is in the Watsonville, Salina Valley area of of California. Um, and we work with migrant directly with migrant workers, mainly undocumented as well, the broad term undocumented workers. Um, and kind of the domains of areas that we work, we, we, we try to promote educational moments to raise awareness of the, the conditions on, on farms. Um, we support both projects in Mexico and California to help reunite and help bring, um, economic sustainability to both cross borders because um to give a little background of that is the, re the reason we have undocumented workers here in uh the u.s is because of racist policies such as nafta um in short what nafta did is change the the economic farming around corn and other crops to shift it the, the the world need to be here in the U.S., which devastated family farms and other farms in Mexico, destroyed the economy around that type of livelihood. So the people were left with a choice. Do we either starve or do we go to America and where the work went and continue doing what we're skilled at? Right, um, right, right. Um, so people take long treks um, to come up here to do that. Um, and then they send money back to their families. They send, um, there's still a deep connection back, to, back, back home. Um, so one of the ways that we raise education about this is we do what is called uh, a farm worker reality tour. So we invite people during growing season because growing season only happens a specific time of the year. During growing season, we invite people to come and meet the farm workers and actually hear their story about coming across the border, why they came across the border, the struggles that they have, the racism, the abuse that they have just to get here and then hear about what the working conditions are on the farm. Because they're undocumented, they, they don't have the, the, they don't believe to have the same rights, human rights as, you know, as a citizen would. So they don't seek out health. They don't seek out, you know, when they're being um, abused, when they're being taken advantage. They don't seek out help here because they're afraid of deportation. And if they get deported, it breaks a through line of being able to take care of their family. Um, so we do these tours so they can meet that and they actually see what a daily strawberry farmer has to go through to harvest strawberries because there's not machinery that go go in and pick up strawberries. They do it all on their knees and on, by hand. And the conditions on most farms here in the U.S. is that they're quota-based. You have to do X amount of strawberries per hour um, for the farm to make severe profit on it. And if not, then there's repercussions for that farm worker. Um, so for the farm worker reality tour really digs into digs into that creating a personal connection for the person who attends the tour with farm workers here in california um and then after all that we have a big meal um 
cooked by the one of the family members of the farm workers and we sit and just have conversation and bond and what we find is in those tours people have a deeper relationship with what the issue are and they actually have a personal relationship a friendship with the people who are in the field picking the food that we eat on a daily basis so that changes the way people respond and react when they hear racist or uninformed information about what who farm workers are here in America. Other things that we do, we also work on getting rid of racist policies. Um, one example where we had a victory just recently is around what was called um, the 50 mile regulation. Um, and feel free to interrupt me at any time because I can talk about this stuff and just go if you have it's questions about anything. <laughs> Um, the 50 mile regulation here in California, California is the only state that had this regulation. And what it did was it re required any farm worker who was um, in farm camps, because each state offers kind of farm camps where farmers can, can live, get subsidized housing to live because farm workers don't get paid very well. They barely get paid enough money to buy the food that they pick for us. Um, so it's hard for, for farm workers to, to find housing and maintain housing. So um, the states subsidize housing for farm workers. But state of California had what was called a 50 mile regulation, meaning once the growing season ended, farm workers had to move 50 miles away from where they worked in order to get a job the next year. And so what, what that did was not only disrupt, I don't know if you've ever moved and you know the stress and the, just the time consumption it does just to move when you're voluntarily wanting to move. Yeah. Imagine having to do that two times a year. Imagine having children in school um, that would have to move two times a year. And these move, this growing season, usually when they moved was time at the same time when the children in schools were taking their, their year end test, you know, the, their, their assessment test at the end of the year. So it would disrupt that. Um, so it's just a really, really embedded racist, um, system that kept oppressing farm workers to keep them in this circular gate of not being able to break out of, so they would return to work, work low wages. Um, yeah, so we, we worked hard in California with other groups. We built a coalition with other groups and we actually banned and got rid of that regulation. Oh, um, so it was really good. And the this not the worst thing but one of the what the fuck moments in the campaign was when we would ask politicians and our representatives why does this regulation exist yeah, yeah. no one had an answer nobody knew that was why i was gonna, I was gonna you, ask you, how could they like, buy it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah it's crazy so we we got a victory in that and we we constantly work um on legislation to do that um, other work that we do is direct, you know, kind of mutual aid, direct support um, to farm workers. We offer uh, often, like every month, we offer free food. We offer, um, since COVID has, has come into play, crops in California and across the U.S. have dropped to 40% or lower production rates. So that means farm workers are not working. And so that means they're not, you know, those who don't live in uh, the assisted, um, the farm worker housing, 
those who have are renting apartments or renting houses have a hard time meeting, making ends meet, buying food, paying for rent. So every month, what we do is we write checks out. You prove that you're a farm worker, you get a check. We pay your rent. We give you a check. We we get grants. We get donations. Um, and we, we no questions asked. We're we're taken care of. We offer um, drop off locations where there's always diapers cleaning supplies, laundry supplies, um, food that anybody can come to at any time if they need it to pick it up. Only, only requirement is, you know, they have to be a farm worker. Um, we do holiday events where um, children can come and get new clothing. Um, we do school drives where we, we partner with other organizations and we fill up backpacks full of pens, papers, clothing, everything for school supplies so they can have new school supplies going into the year. So we're on the ground working shoulder to shoulder to making sure that our community and this community is taken care of um, in addition to changing the racist system, challenging practices and policies that, uh, that, that keep this community down.